Hello guys, welcome to another episode of MC Anime. I'm MC Anime and fellow co-host. Hey everyone, it's Leah again. So yeah, we're back with another episode for the 21st episode. So this is really interesting as we conclude the Elemental series. Which element are we doing today, Leah? So our last but not least um, element is going to actually be water. It's really, really common. Um, Everyone, I think, has a basic understanding of water abilities, but there are some really cool characters out there uh, from different varying anime. So we're going to talk about them today. And don't forget, water's life. Water gives you life. You were made of water. So, A. And most of the ocean surface, 70%, is water. So there you go. It's a very dominant uh, part of life, and it's very powerful. It's honestly all around us. Um, it comes <laughs> up ever-consuming. Yeah. Considering <laughs> it's the life force of, of our world. I mean, there's so many movies that, like, uh, I don't know what it is. It's like Signs is one of them, where, like, the uh-huh. aliens come down. Because, of course, the Earth is made up of water, and that's their only life force. So I, I don't know. I like seeing how water is used um, in, like, in fiction, especially in animes, uh, for uh, like for actual abilities. Because you would think yep. that fire or lightning, heck, even Earth abilities would be like the most intense. But there's some water users out there that are pretty overwhelming. Oh yeah. And speaking of water users, the ones we are covering today is Sailor Mercury from Sailor Moon, Uh Tanjiro from Demon Slayer, Tsutsumi from Sakurai, and Kisame from Naruto. So, you want to introduce Sailor Mercury for the audience? Yeah, absolutely. Alright guys, so Sailor Moon is a it's a very like OG anime that's been around for years and years. Um, and it basically is like kind of like the crux, like the blueprint of magical girl based animes. Um, within the show, there is a team of, again, uh, Sailor Scouts who fight against all different types of evil. And Sailor Mercury is actually a part of the team. She is the one who has uh, the blue hair blue skirt, everything about her screen, screams like aqua. Um, and she she uses water-based attacks. Uh, her name uh, outside of uh, Sailor Mercury yeah. is Amy Mizuno. So she you're, she's there the whole time. She's super intelligent. She's into computers. Um, and her powers are, are based in water and in ice. So, yeah. And for anyone that doesn't know, Sailor Moon is really interesting because the different variations with protecting in the galaxy and Earth is really sub-high on the list. And yes, Leah is a magical girl fan, which you can't blame her. Who doesn't like magical girls? (laughs) I mean, maybe not. I feel like everyone, there mm-hmm. is a magical girl show out there for everyone. You yeah. will find yours. It doesn't have to be Sailor Moon, but 
the feats in the show are pretty insane. Basically, um, if you like anything like Saint Seiya or Dragon Ball, anything that's like big, over the top, crazy, breaking <laughs> sound barriers and distorting all of reality. If you like stuff like that, you're absolutely gonna love Sailor Moon. Um, and you're and you're gonna enjoy Sailor Mercury as well. Everybody on the team has their own personalities, but she's pretty fun oh. and um and lighthearted. She was my favorite scout yeah. growing up. So and also Sailor Moon, you can watch in the dub the the cousins Very true. instead of the the siblings. I think <laughs> it was so weird. But it, uh, you know. It's a great show. And I mean with um with Sailor mm. Mercury, like she has she does have a long list yeah. of attacks and also with Sailor Moon naturally they come equipped with um like they have a like power stick, yeah. Mercury crystal and Mercury goggles. Um yeah. she has her transformation pin because a big theme within Magical Girl uh yeah. shows is that they have a a very like transformative mm. sequence. So that way they can get into uniform. Big Power Rangers. If you if you can't get like a clear visual, but they yeah. um, but for her she has things like her Aqua Mist, um, the hyperspatial sphere generate mm-hmm. her Aqua Illusions, her Snow Illusions, um, her Mercury Aqua Rhapsody. Like all of her moves, yep. whether defense or attack, are very powerful, and she only gets and, uh, stronger as the show goes on. And actually, a good thing about her name, Amy, is like beauty. And then, uh, Mizion, her last name is actually of the water, so you can say beauty of the water, in the like little transli- translation of the name. So you know she has the birthstone, blue sapphire, go figure, water, Virgo, but she's really. She retains a civilian appearance, but wears a gold tarot on her forehead. Dominant colors blue. Different shades of blue. Um, I don't know. I really like her as a character. She's shy, but also did make not much friends. I don't know. Studying and reading books, what do you think of that personality? Studying and reading books? Yeah, she spent time alone studying and reading books, not as social as very shy. I mean, that seems like an introvert personality. I got a couple of friends who are like that, where they just like to chill. I mean, she still has, like, a mm-hmm. group of four other girlfriends. Um, yeah. So, like, that's all the great thing galactic, about the show. All yeah, fighting galactic battles across the universe. Yeah, so, like, that's the cool thing about it. Almost anybody can watch the show and mm-hmm. kind of find a personality. They're like, I get that. I I think it's fine that she's she's more low key and she's just trying to like study and go through mm-hmm. school and keep the earth from exploding. Like you know, like casual mm. things, just girly things. Um, oh and it's like so th- throughout the show and throughout the different um the uh, different spinoffs of the series. Like she goes from like. She starts, like, when you meet her, she's 14. So, like, yeah. you can't be upset that she wants to study of anything. I think that's what most parents want. <laughs> but she's, like, it, like it shows her from age, like, 14 up to 22. And um, her power levels keep increasing. Like, so when she starts off, she's, like, 
her attack potency is like city level. Like she could take out a city with her attack. She could destroy robots um, with her like her aqua mist yeah. and um, her ice abilities. But by the I time like, you like aqua rastability. Yeah, like by the time you get further in, she gets to the uh, point where she's like able to mess with stuff in the galaxy and in the universe. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you can mess with the space-time continuum. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I think she's I think she's a great character. Um but then again, I am biased. Again, she was my favorite as a child, so she might not be as blue as she wants to be, but she's still a really good character. Yeah. But, you know, I think, I don't know, I like the Mercury Aka Rhapsody. That just seems like an odd name to give an attack. Uh, I mean, you, like, even her, like, even her um, transformation phrase because yeah. in Sailor Moon, everyone has like a phrase that they say. Hers is yeah. Mercury power up makeup, and it's yeah. like it's the show is definitely as girly as you can get with it, but it's great. Like I, I don't know, mm-hmm. I love it. I think, um, and then when you see the attacks, you're like, oh, not nah, like well, you got absolutely obliterated. It was beautiful. Like, oh yeah, later enemies get taken out. It's, you're like, oh, how gorgeous! Nice funeral, just like. Sparkles and rainbows mm. and and mystical light. How does, okay, so this is what I don't get. How does a supercomputer and water even mix? How does that even work? Doesn't water fly electronics? It does, but I think that that's the cool thing about her is that <laughs> while normally you would expect anything to do with electronics. Anything to do with like electricity would probably be the opposite of what you want to have with water. She pairs it very well. Like she uses her intelligence, she uses her supercomputer to help the team get information, um, oh. to track down solutions. And then at the same time, like she's not just yeah. she's not just beauty and um, brains. She's also got brawn. So like, oh yeah, especially the brawn you're crushing on right now. But the good thing about her that I really feel like is that she brings the team together in a way that's very memorable. Like, yeah, she's the operations of the team, but being the operations, she's also the strategic planner and just figure out weaknesses to the enemy or maybe figure out the location and give the vital information or heads up that they need. Yeah. I mean, throughout, like, cause, because she's a team mm-hmm. brain, um, I don't know. I think that she's like great, greatly needed because having super, like, having mm-hmm. superpowers is one thing, but if you don't have strategy, it's yeah. a little, yeah, you're kind of putting yourself with your back against the wall. Um, yeah. And, and Lee with superpowers ain't going to be really good. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Now, you'd be really good with superpowers. Me? Yeah. Oh no, I'd I'd become a villain like right away. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. Like, never give me powers. I would abuse them immediately. The the very first second that I get annoyed, it's like, let's go. It would it would be a mess. Like, if you've ever I seen the boys, magical, I guess mm-hmm. we give you a magical wand and give you a supercomputer too. 
Yeah, you're gonna have to surround me with jealous. friends. Yeah, you're gonna have to surround me with friends <laughs> and like and like the power of friendship, something because you cannot oh just leave gosh. me unattended. That would be a I mean, terrible idea. I mean, I mean, the Sailor Moon fandom is all for you. You can find all the friends you want, all the different servants of the galaxy. What do you think about that? Uh, I feel like I would prefer to be a big bad. Like, I love my friends, but, like, I'd totally, <laughs> I'd totally be cool betraying my friends to be, like, a supervillain. I'd be fine with that. I feel like we mm-hmm. all should, like, accept who we are and that that's something <laughs> not really to put out there. 10 out of oh 10 would betray friends for superpowers. Uh, oh, my gosh. That's funny. And the pure heart crystal, uh, what is that? Is that what now? What, what's that technique? No. <laughs> What'd you say? Wait, the let's talk about the the crystal change rod that she has. The crystal change rod. You mean the wand that she has? Yeah. Well, that's what. I guess she every- like, I know that allows it to involve and more powerful. Like, how does she use that with the water ability that she has? Mm. Okay, so I do know, like, she has mm. the star power stick, which all the sailors have. Yeah. Um, And that was after, like, they had, like, these transformation pins and those mm. that destroyed. Um. Yeah. But those are just used to to transform or to basically like switch into their magical ability, because outside of that they're just like normal girls, just hanging out, just doing girly things. But if you're talking about the what is it mm-hmm. like the Mercury crystal? Yeah, it's just her blue crystal. It's just a part of her uniform, like how all of them have like a heart mm-hmm. on their um. Like on their like headband or like on their on their waist, yeah, yeah. that's just to identify her as a sailor scout. And uh, I think this the orbs of mystery crystal is like uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's blue, but it has like a sleeping bird or something. A sleeping bird. I don't know. What you describe it? Her sailor crystal? Yeah, with the symbol on it. I mean, yeah, I, I guess. Does it look like a bird? I don't know. It looks like a bird going in a circle. See, I feel like depending on which one you watch, because like some people, like some of the other sailor scouts, they have like a rose. Mm. Or a flower, like Sailor Moon has a crescent moon. Um, but I always thought hers was just a heart. I thought hers was just a blue heart. It might I don't be remember. Hard. I don't remember the bird. Maybe but, you're looking at a hop? I don't know. You might be looking at one of her other forms. Probably. I don't know. Yeah, I mean... It's she, a bird. Yeah. She's a well-rounded character. Yeah, uh, it's a bird. If you... If you wanna, if oh, you do want to watch Never it, mind. yeah, I was like, it's a <laughs> saying bird, and I was like, I don't think. Well, okay, uh, oh, okay. I, to my defense, the 
going in the circle of the bow of the harp looks like a bird to me. Because it has the eyes as the beak. I don't know. And it has the feathers in the back. It just, that's what it looked like. But I had a different image and actually showing the uh, harp. But didn't oh, show okay, that. In the okay. Yeah. Because I was like, I was looking too. I was like looking through pictures and I was like, where did we see a bird? But. <laughs> Um, if you do want to check it out, there is a there's a Netflix movie, uh, right now that's out. Um, that you can watch for Sailor Moon. Like, trust me, there is like mm-hmm. three different series, I believe, at this point. Three of the main ones that you can go through, and then of course yeah, there's like also, the manga. Don't watch. The, try to watch the Japanese sub if you can. The oh, English Jesus dub Christ. just takes it away. If so you want to watch dub, just watch dub. Like if you speak but the English, dub of Sailor Moon it ain't that great. <laughs> it's it's, it's more, completely it's, fine. It's tw- it's almost twenty twenty two. This whole sub yeah. versus dub thing. It, if you don't believe it, y'all better watch Ghost Stories. They show amazingly how much better dub can be than sub. So no, watch no, no, it about, but Sailor Moon is more of the dub version for four kids. That's why it's not as great. It's the company who did it. They also have the bad censorship in Yu-Gi-Oh! So I don't think the four kids version is the best way to watch it, you know? I mean, if they're watching the one that's on Netflix, it's not for the from um, Yeah, well, yeah the kids. one on Netflix is fine. But yeah, the four like, kids version is just oh, cringe. So much but, judgment. So much judgment. <laughs> I I just I can't I can't see myself watching them like that. Not with everything being so drastically different and toned down, which doesn't need to be. Yeah. But anyway, let's go to Tanjiro from Demon Slayer. So Tanjiro, he is if you haven't seen Demon Slayer, it is like one of the great breakout shows that came from 2020. Um, essentially, it takes place kind of like back in, I want to say feudal Japan, because that's what I say for everything that has samurai, but do not yeah. quote me on that. But it, um, it basically takes place in the universe of, uh, of Japan back when samurais were still around um, and very prominent. And essentially, there are demons that exist at night. They look like humans. They have all different kinds of abilities that you will find through time. And it's essentially like humans who are either um, attacked by a demon and turn, or they turn into a demon through some process. But the main one, um, what is it? Muzin? He looks like Michael Jackson. (laughs) He he looks like Michael Jackson. If If you've seen an anime that has Michael Jackson in it, it's probably Demon Slayer. But essentially, Tanjiro yeah. um, joins the demon corpse uh, after losing his family and only yeah. having his sister still be alive, Nezuko, who is also a demon. Um, and the two of them basically travel around. Uh, they have their own little yep. band of friends, and it's a great show. And uh, for Tanjiro himself, he uses he takes a few it very different... personal. He takes he, everything he, very personally. He is, yeah, he takes it boy, really personal, but but also he feels the sentiment of the demons who were once humans. So he doesn't necessarily want to kill the demons unless he has to. So it's still symbolic in his 
morals and ethical values while fighting the demons. We don't see as much because usually the demon hunters are just hunt the demons and hunt the next demon. Um, like I wouldn't. I would. I would that. not say that he doesn't want to kill them. That's the thing. Tanjiro will still give you hands while crying yeah. over your grave. Like he oh, will no. kill you. He he killed like whoever he fights. <laughs> he is sobbing. Like why did you make me do this? Why? And like he gets very upset. Yeah. Because of course his sister's a demon, so he does understand the humanity of them and how they used to be human. And you get their backstories when he's fighting them. But yep. it's very funny because, like, he is the only one who is, like, sobbing really hard during a fight. But he's still cutting off body parts. Have no fear. He's not going to sit there and, like, talk it through forever. He is still, he's still in the deep of battle, oh, like, gosh. the heat of it all. That would, it's oh, great. that reminds, oh, gosh. That's a weird stereotype that reminds me of. What? Oh, it's a fire that just keeps crying and just keeps. Hitting you in battle. I'm sorry, I have to do this. <laughs> oh I don't know if that's stereotype. I feel like Tanjiro's like the the like the biggest one I can really think of. Who else can you think of that cries a lot during his fights? I mean, besides oh, just that stereotype that oh, just that stereotype of the fighter crying in battle and you're completely thrown off guard. I've, I've yeah, seen it I, don't, I just don't know which characters had it. I don't know. Like the only characters I can think of is like, um, there's like uh, what's his what's his face from um, Neon and Devlon. Uh, yes. Shinji, Shinji is absolutely absolutely a mess. Um, I think it's like <laughs> Hamaguchi or whatever from yeah. um, Tokyo Revengers, like. Yep. Takamichi. I've never seen someone get their ass beat so consistently, but crying beforehand, like crying because he cares about his friends, crying because he's scared, crying because he's outside. Like, I will say in these newer animes and in some of the old school ones, there are just characters who just be bawling. You're right. You're just like, okay, buddy. It's also that villain that just keeps crying and they keep fighting you. Oh my gosh. The villains that cry also really. Also, Those are terrifying. I, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I, do, I don't like for the heroes. I'm just like, come on, buddy, get through it. You can do it. I feel like a little league coach, but for like the for the enemy, I'm like, kill it, kill that thing. Oh no! If, imagine someone beating you up and then crying about it as if you caused this problem to happen. I'm like, no, you're trying to take over the world and like eat babies, and they're like, it's well, more, I wish you wouldn't be so upset more about the it. villains and the heroes, actually. Yeah, it's just like this is absolutely terrible. Can't That's live this life. That's gonna remind me of some villains that crying. Oh, like my this gosh. is what therapy sessions are made of. Like, <sighs> absolutely the worst. Um, yeah. but, <laughs> but back I to Tanjiro. I want to with you. I don't know what we have resolved. They're just going through a tough time. Uh, like, they, you know, it's just tough being a demon out here. Um, but for Tanjiro, yeah. when he goes through his training, one thing that's very important for demon slayers is um, breath technique and yes. total control concentration. I mean, total concentration breathing, yep. which essentially is them learning how to control every every bit of oxygen within their body for every cell, how to expand it, 
and and having yeah. that it's like a very deep like almost like hypnotic concentrated state where they are an absolute focus of every bit yeah. of their body and it allows them and, to do these very yeah. superhuman feats and you know with Panjarel, his technique is water breathing, so his affinity is water in mm-hmm. the nature he's able to wield. Uh, yeah. Water breathing, you can you visualize the mimics water, especially the flow, flexibility, adaptability of the fluid, and replicates it with the user's movements. Uh, involve the user bending their body, arm, and weapon in a fluent motion to match the movements of the flowing water. They visualize themselves seemingly creating and manipulating water when leasing these techniques. So yeah, not only does he have to master the breath technique, but he also has to be in synchronization with his affinity of water to visualize, like, you have to visualize the water before you wield the uh, nature in combat. I think it's kind of cool, actually, because you had to take the total concentration and still be aware of what you're doing and have that self-awareness to do the fighting with your affinity. What do you think? Um, I, I love it, but I will say it's very harrowing mm. to see because mm. they also make it very clear that... um. Like if you if you do something wrong or you yeah like it, like it's kind of I don't know like it's the equivalent to me in hum in like real life terms of mm. like someone who does calisthenics like when you're watching mm. people who are able to lift their whole body off the ground with just two yeah. hands um and like just extreme physical control of yourself but if you do it wrong you could oh, yeah. just break everything <laughs> you can just ruin your body or um like when we see his training sequence in the beginning um oh, yeah. coming down the mountain that he has to come down and he has to control his breathing because if he um allows too much air to go out and too much air to go in oh yeah he could just explode his lungs like coming i don't down know the when they come yeah coming down the mountain when they come Come yeah, but then your then your the heart explodes. It's like oh, yeah, uh. Tanji's gonna come around the mountain, and you have unexpectedly water going from everywhere, and you're like, oh, okay, that's nice. And so I, it's it's amazing to see like how with how he mm-hmm. gets to a certain point, but it's also it's all they also show you tons of other people who basically do have you know, knowledge of total control, mm. um, total concentration, breathing, and all that, who are other, like, newbie demon slayers, but you just see them get murked, absolutely obliterated. It's Because oh, yeah. especially if they can't, like, do their technique, um, mm-hmm. it's, it's tough. You'd be like, oh, light a candle for that man. R.I.P. But um, for Tondro, he does have 10 forms for his yeah. water technique. Um, yeah. You do see him going through them, his uh, water breathing style. Mm. And it does come in the form of essentially looking like waves. If you have seen yeah. any art for it, and that has to be also mentioned, the studio who does it, yeah. they ha- they are amazing in the animation yeah. um, of the art. That, that's what most people talk about. Yeah. The story is kind of like your typical like shonen story, but yeah. the artwork and the music definitely set the show apart from other ones that came out in the same year. Um, 
but it does look like uh, rushing waves with a lot of like that like water foam that goes around for like each layer of the wave oh, and yeah. as he slices through. So that's the that's the cool thing about it. It looks so beautiful, and then you just realize he cut off someone's head. Whoa! And that person okay. is dead. So I like his ability of transparent world. In the ability to perceive opponents attacked by analyzing, perceiving the opponent's blood flow, muscles, skeletal joint alignment, and organs. What the? That's freaky. What do you think I mean, about that? You know, I don't really call like, it freaky. I think he's no, really, yeah, it's really yeah. smart. It's what you need in battle, especially for demons. Like, Kill oh, yeah. them. <laughs> like, Tadro is not in the wrong for like, and he also has a superior yeah. sense of smell. So his oh, sense yeah. of smell is weird, wicked smell. And also, like, with transparent world, I think is really good with the water affinity that he has, because not only are you able to see the, like the different structures of the human body, but I feel like the connection to water, the water allows you to see that. To perceive those actions, and I don't know. It might be a stretch to stretch like that, but I think he senses the water and the the movement within the body itself. Yes, like it's uh with the air, and mm-hmm. also like with his air and breathing. Um, oh yeah, he can he can fit the shift in that as well. Oh, uh. so it's. It's a really, it's a great anime if you're watching how they combine mm-hmm. um, kind of like also the different elements that we've talked about as well in the show. Yeah. How that's utilized for him to win in battles. And also the other uh, Demon Slayers that you get introduced to, you can see how they also utilize these skills as well. Um, and this show, yeah. it's fantastic. Oh, yeah. You know, the selfless state as you, as you unlock the transparent world Completely erased his presence from the battlefield. So yeah, you. Oh, so I, know, I like Suffer State too. It's like you're using the water vapor around you to bend the, uh, the sunlight to make you disappear, kind of thing. Well, yeah. So That's like, what... it's um, it's the essential to kind of like you know normal vampires where yeah. if they get caught in the sunlight, they die. Yeah, but I mean, also cutting off their head does it as well. So yeah, you—it's totally possible to bend the water vapor around you, so when people see you in the light refraction, you're not reflected at all because you can manipulate the uh, color effect and people when you how you perceive color. Now, that is something that can be done, but I'm also theorizing about some of this, so I'm not totally accurate but i'm just making that connection because it's kind of cool because why not you know i think it's cool i think it also helps you kind of learn a bit more like how like Mm -hmm. nature works and how it can be used which is a great way to show with water in itself this duality just like all the other elements it can be very peaceful and very calm or very deceptive and very strong Oh yeah, oh, no. there's like different effects you can use, like the rainbow or crystal-like appearance, and you know, water vapor being heavy, and then all of a sudden you can maybe manipulate the weather if you have enough. It really goes to show you that it 
can be different users have different imagination, they can possibly create different techniques. Yeah, absolutely. It's also also their own personal will and yeah. um term like if they're determined enough, they can almost make anything happen. You and you see it with all the users on this list. Oh yeah. Definitely, because without it, I don't think they will have the willpower or even the will to go on, really. Yeah, it's a special kind of like mental fortitude, yeah. not only believing yourself, but also have quick thinking and believing your abilities so you can take out your oh. opponent. Yeah. And also, if you're like Leah, you can like, ha ha ha! I'm ahead of you. I can predict your movements. So, you know, I'll punch you right when you get to my left side. I mean, it has always been my dream to, like, be in a battle. <laughs> and when someone goes to punch, catch it. And then do that anime, like, like smirk, chuckle. Just like, <laughs> I predicted your attack. And it's like, oh I want gosh. that. I, that's what I live for. That's what a girl really dreams about. Forget the jewelry. Forget, forget the nice cars. Give me the ability to just predict an enemy's movement and then, like, push my glasses up my face. And like, oh, I bet I'm you're wondering how I knew this. Glasses, too? Oh, oh absolutely. I'm going full villain. I'm going Aizen from Bleach. It's going all the way there. No stop. Aizen doesn't know. You know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, okay. Welcome to my villain art. Uh, welcome to her crushing on Eisen too. Sniffing for Eisen. Sniffing for Eisen. Gay gang. Gay. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. We're gonna uh, go in another discussion about another character. Um. Uh. Tsumi from Sakura. And anyone that doesn't know what Sakura is it's a show where the people summon sakura and when doing so they're caught up in this technique to do battle for like i think there's like eight different things they're trying to do to control all the sakura but it's a really interesting anime in that appeal um, so what do you think of it so far? Of Sakura? Um, yeah. one, it's, it is in the genre that, like, we've talked about it in previous episodes for, like, anime genres we hate. Mm -hmm. It is a, it is kind of like a harem anime. It's literally, like, one 19-year-old mm. boy and then, like, maybe two or three other dudes yeah. who come, who are kind of there, but not really. But the main guy yeah. um, for Minato, uh, he basically just gets to be this underachieving mm -hmm. failure of a man. And then he just gets like blessed with like a harem of yeah. very powerful like attack, you know, like kind of like almost like battling oh, women, yeah. like battleship type women. Oh, yeah. Um, and I they mean, it's, a, it's a good image. Yeah, all they're all interested. You have every every uh, personality type when it comes to like the anime girl, um, oh, yeah. the ones who are like really shy and like him. 
the ones who are very <laughs> obvious that they're attracted to him, the ones who are pervy, the ones who are like, oh, no, I hate him, but I like him. Yeah. Like, it's, you have all of them. <laughs> like, oh, 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 this is not oh, a yeah. healthy way to establish a relationship. But it is a great yeah. show. Um, their powers and abilities are great. And if you like that old school kind of like anime drawing style yeah. uh, with the kind of like longer oval mm. eyes, the very disproportionate yeah. like body shape. Um, and also like, of course, the accidentally like E.T. pervert, yeah. like pervert situations. You'll like this. With and a it's also of very tame in the Halo uh, hey, and Etsy. I don't really think it's like, it's, it's not overboard like others. But the supernatural element actually saves the show more because it actually focuses on that more than the uh, Halo. Well, it has the Halo in it, but the there's not much etchy in it. Uh, Sakurai are extraterrestrial race of superpowered humanoids, physically indistinguishable from humans with similar genetic codes. But yeah, they're basically warrior type class disguised as humans. Yep. And the, the you know, Mento, the main character, actually has, I think, four that he has. But he attracts them to him by being a nice guy and a nice nice personality. He's, so he's he is kind of like a pushover. Yeah. They make it clear yeah. that he's not, he's not like the type to be like, hey, no, yeah. stop it. He's definitely like, hey, guys, come on, we can talk this out. Meanwhile, the women are like, nah, we should just go straight to murder, murder, kill zone. Like, we don't have time for all of this. Forget the nice words. Send the horde. It's great. It's like, yeah, they know what, how to do business, but he just, like, to do everything in a nonchalant way. And uh, there's also a Naruto prayer that they do with their technique. Prayer is this water represents my pledge. Purify the evil residing in my uh, Chitabi. You know. So, you know, she says that, and then there's also, like, different forms of it, but, like, that is her way to start, I guess, start out, like, you know how similar when the Sailor Mercury transforms, she has, like, the solar power-up and stuff like that. Pledge is similar to and initiating that fighting style. So, what do you think mm-hmm. of the Nordo? Um, I don't know. I feel like that's like it's a it's a classic trope. Like having that yeah. like uh that particular saying is like if you have like mm-hmm. a smart house and you're like, hey Alexa, and that's what I think <laughs> of it is. It's like if you wanna if you wanna get to that next level, this is what you have to say. But she is in, she is very strong. And oh, she's yeah. very intense, so I don't think it takes away from anything yeah. that she does. And she's also uh, Minato's fourth Sekiyari. So that's pretty cool. Um, oh gosh. Minato in a dream saying that she would kill him. This was due to her desire to be the strongest without being okay. She's, okay. So she's like, I I think the two city persona. I'm, if yeah, I'm not she, she has a Sundare personality. She's definitely she will attack if necessary. Yeah. 
She is not she's great with communication. Battle. Yeah, she's not great <laughs> with communication. That's something we have to yeah. work on. But she um she is very loyal as well. Like yeah. I think you see that with almost all Sundari types, uh, in most of these shows, especially in these kind of like harem mm-hmm. group shows, like uh Konosuba like has stuff like that as well. Where oh it's like, gosh. of course. Oh. I almost added Aqua to this list because I was like, yeah. she would be, she would fit, but she didn't. She, she didn't have fit. as many. Yeah, she doesn't have as many feet. I mean, just because her name's Water, doesn't mean that she be all the others. Aqua just, I don't even. Sometimes you don't even. You can't even tell that she's a, a goddess. It's just so disappointing. She is really, really bad <laughs> at her job. Yes. She has, she has never had a performance review in her life with the way. The oh way she be behaving on the show, but <laughs> back uh, back to our character. Um, yeah. So, uh, Sukumi, she is she is a Sundara. She like she does mm-hmm. like Minato, our main character. Um, she's just very aggressive in everything she does. She's um, she's very loyal, even though she gets really jealous. Oh, yeah. And um, but she and she doesn't like anyone like touching her or being mm-hmm. close to her besides him. And she's very prideful. Yeah. And she, oh, she also speaks in um the old Japanese language. So like it's uh like similar yeah. to how if you think of modern English and then think of Shakespearean yeah. um English, that's that's basically the way she talks. And she also has the ability to control and manipulate water, capable of generating large quantities directly from her on the surrounding air. I don't know. She's she's a very strong type personality. Like she's very mm-hmm. protective. Yeah. Well, also, I think that I mean, just like, makes her a yeah. lot more fearsome in battle. Yeah, I don't know. I do. I I like people. I'm gonna be honest. I I definitely prefer characters who are 100 percent about it from the start of the fight. Mm-hmm. I I am not a huge fan of the people who are like kind of like calmly or timidly fighting and then they see their loved one getting hurt and they're like oh i guess i should get serious now i'm like we should have been serious from the start we've got we've got stakes here people we got lives on the line oh yeah i do i do like that she fights hard every time and the extra piece in the order that was like she mentioned in the manga that actually really signifies her strong personality as a storm approaches white clouds grow and tides rise suddenly, the final wave. So, I you think know, she only mentions that part. Doesn't she only do yeah. that once, though? Yeah, she only does, she does it every once, time. But she only does it once. I think the time she did it, I think it was like to start up the powers and then just do the pledge for Mana. The pledge. Yeah. But I, but, you know, that only just, you know, those whole personality when it comes to aggressiveness, but also determination to fight in battle with me as mostly. And then we get into the attacks, and it's kind of interesting because we have like the Yano Baruchi, Baruchi actually, which is basically eight headed snake, also eight orcs serpent. What do you think of that attack? Eight headed snake attack. Well, yeah. for one, that's just a that's just a dope name. 
in general. <laughs> Hold on. I do want to see what the formation looks like. Yeah. Ooh. Gotta learn to spell. <laughs> oh, and it's a, it's for an actual god for mythology and yeah. everything. An actual yeah. dragon god. That oh, these some of these images are terrifying. So I'm gonna go with um <laughs> ten out of ten out of that one. Honestly, like out of I would say out of everybody we've covered so far, her yeah. her attack style does very much so. Everyone on this list, their attack style does yeah. mimic um like their personality. But for hers to be like um an eight headed like serpent <laughs> and demon, I just I don't know. I just think that's great. I'm just like, oh yeah, murder them. Get in there. Do it. She'll Do it. The water arrow, water arrow, the hydra blast, which is pretty cool. The water blade. Um water Mizzou, celebration. <laughs> yeah. Water festival of water celebration. Uh water dragon, you know. Pretty good. I will I will say that the water celebration, the like like mm -hmm. Mizu Iwa, um yeah. for that one, it basically looks like water bending. Yeah. Like it looks like it looks like she's water bending, like um <laughs> like last airbender style. It is not yeah. to say it's bad, but I do know it's not her strongest one. But she can basically yeah. take she is she does have that like storm ability. She is able to take the water in the air just around her water droplets in the air around you and then cause it to come into like a whip formation and take oh, yeah. you out and attack her enemies so just she also great. yeah now how would you rank her against the oh. other two like if she you had to put her up to fight um either Tanjiro, um or say I really think I feel like um, she's probably better I'm not, against I'm not really want to like downgrade the other characters anyway, but like I feel like she's more most experienced in combat. Like Tanjiro is like getting that experience. They also I don't like if they were facing her in battle, I don't really feel like they'll have any sentiment to fight her, really. No. I don't think any of these characters would actually <laughs> fight each other. Like, these are... Uh, like, this, compared, this isn't Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. This isn't a, like... Yeah, compared just being to the thing we have so fight. far, I, I would probably rank uh, Tsumi higher than Tanjiro. I rank Tanjiro second, and then Solif, but Sailor Mokley third, just because of fighting prowess and ability to fight and you know because i know she, her role is more of like support but can also fight you know she's like so you know what yeah, sailor mokley reminds me of hmm. sailor mokley reminds me of that that uh that army doctor who can heal your wounds but also knows how to use a gun oh oh like <laughs> sailor mercury i think because i've seen how yeah. far she goes oh like yeah. she i she would she would murk everybody on this list because she's able to manipulate space and time mm -hmm. after a certain point. But maybe like season one Sailor Moon yeah. 3, like original Sailor Moon, I could see her and maybe like she that they would both of these female characters would obliterate Tanjiro. Because Tanjiro would start crying <laughs> yeah. and they don't have time for that. <laughs> but uh but Sakumi, I think 
her and Sailor yeah. um, Mercury might might be actually able to tussle if we're doing like season one for both of them. Yeah. But yeah. Only in our minds. We'll never yeah, see this. My favorite attack is Steam Bus Dragon. It's just a massive launching of steam in the form of a dragon. It's a water attack. I think it's kind of cool. She does have a, a bit of dragon theme. Yeah, like, all the dragon and snakes is like, huh? It reminds me like, you know, that Hydra in Legend, the Hydra beast, you know, has multiple heads. They keep coming and going back. Well, water can do the same thing. You cut it off, they just come back to reform itself. Yeah, no, water based attacks are. I mean, if you're able to dry them out, you can definitely. Yeah. You might have something, but I don't know. I also am that type of fan where, like, with Avatar yeah. Last Airbender, I was like, how is anybody with air or or water ability losing? Like, you, if you can blood bend or just take the air out of oh, someone, it's, it's easy. We're done. Season one, episode one. One. But I do understand that that is a bit much. Uh, I, I mean, you can just take the saliva and Make them not able to breathe at all. You block up their air passages. Well, you well, know, people are they're not creative when they create water powers. They just want to do the stream water attacks. Like, I think because water powers, like literally because our bodies are 70% water, having someone in a show with a water ability, just not even killing people like in a very flashy like flamboyant fashion like them just yeah. you know if they just make the water in your body come out it, they don't want to be like x-men i think that's what it is i don't i speaking think they're like Figure mm. of x-men you get the crazy mutants have a, a shark bridging with a sword kiss to me kiss me yeah <laughs> dude kiss i me. love i i love him obviously gawky Oh boy, where do we even start with Kisame? Oh gosh, well, he's a shark man, so we can start there. Like <laughs> he's only well, he's only mostly there. a shark when he merges with the sword. What he do you mean? His whole mind. his whole appearance is literally a shark. Yeah, but he takes on the actual embodiment of the shark when he merges with the sword. Sengitsu. Yes, but I'm saying even when we see him yeah. like walking around with Itachi, yeah. he he does have like a shark head, shark features. Yeah, he does. yeah. but he's just and... crazy strong in the achievements that he has as well. Oh, absolutely! Atasuki don't mess around. They are out here dropping bodies consistently. And also, Naruto, you know, it's big no name. And Shinobi, Great Wars, Jinjeriki, Tail Beast, all of that involves what Naruto is. But in Kisame's case, he is very empirical in the villain side aspect. You know, he's he has the title Monster of the Hidden Mist. He also has uh I think the title of <laughs> No tail beast, if I'm mistaken, because his chocolate is just insanely comparable to 
a gin turkey's chocolate level. Mm-hmm. Just talk about his chocolate level, first of all. The heck is going on with the uh, no tail beast? That's his nickname, also. Yeah, he's um, well, he has like he has so much chocolate reserves. So in yeah. Naruto, they do it like if you watch um Naruto, mm-hmm. like uh, like the tuning exams, the very first like three seasons yeah. or so, you will see how they explain um how chakra runs through your body, how you can have reserves of it, um, how you replenish it. And for for Kissimmee, it's like it's basically like the equivalent of mana, and he just has. Yes, like about 30% the equivalent of Naruto who literally has a demon inside of him. And if Naruto's our hero and you meet someone who's one third of his power, um, and this is like Naruto full power, when you when we first meet Kisubi, Naruto is nowhere near being able to unlock that much and being able to control it. So it's insane because you're thinking he, he's outside by the way. Like he, we, every time yeah. we see him, he's traveling around like he's like on vacation, just going from village to village. Also, of course, with Itachi, and you know, just absolutely obliterating people. Oh, and yeah. even when he isn't in stark form, um, the giant sword that he has with him, um, and just his appearance alone, he's super fast. He's super quick. Oh yeah. And he's just—I don't know—he's just destructive. Just absolutely, just the monster of a man, literally. And and he's on. And he's also on the title Monster of the Hidden Mist because he was a, form- a formal shinobi of the Seven Ninja Swordsmen of the Mist. Basically, that story is how he came to join Atoxki. Uh I think it was the story of uh, Kapadinson Battle. He had to, in order to save information from people telling he, I think, uh, to avoid them getting captured, he killed them, which is deadly by itself. And his uh, mm-hmm. he had to respect his attitude to saving the mission because this is ninja, by the way. They were rather uh to protect information, basically like uh a form of bushido code. They'll take their own life before they give the information to the enemy. And it's very evident in Naruto that they will do that. They do it on multiple a time, multiple times, or they will do go to extreme lengths to protect such information, like uh, Kisame did when he betrayed. When he found that his unit was being captured, he killed them all to avoid information spreading. As one does. And Things that's you talk about at work much party. why he, he was partnered with Itachi, just because Tachi can keep him in check, because he has that history of basically betraying his partners or alliances. Yeah, Itachi but, is able to actually like, if they were to get into something, you know, Itachi oh, yeah. can take can take care of him, um, and I, that's really important, and that's the. That's the one thing I will say about the Atatsuki. They do, the way they team up um, their pairs of villains, like, it it really does make sense, and it's very balanced. And it's also funny, because they always have, like, conflicting personalities. Like, Asachi being very quiet, and being very, like, reserved, 
and observant while um kissing me is very he's very loud <laughs> he's he's always yeah. ready for like some action he does not care he's the type to laugh oh, yeah. at you during battle he will not cry um and I also he feel with- like kisame with itachi that's like the main sole reason why he stayed like he continued to stay in itachi because of his relationship with Itachi, it's it's super interesting to know the dynamic between them because Itachi would literally tell him to retreat and he would reluctantly retreat given if Itachi told him to do it. He looks to him on every instructions because he also knows that Itachi is actually better than him in combat so he knows that he can probably lose so he probably should listen to Itachi in that way. Well, yeah. I mean, you got to remember that these yeah. are people who are in a terrorist organization in this world. Yeah. Where, they, like, while they have no loyalty to the clans that they left behind, even though they're with well, this group, they can, they yeah. will and can murder each other at any time. That's with any, well, like, league yeah. of villains. But I feel like Kisame, the only motivation to stay is Itachi. And the only person that will actually, that he would take orders from is Itachi. Like oh, specifically sure. Itachi, and I feel like that uh, in the end, they actually uh, Kisame has been moved, like moving from thing to thing with no affiliation of like meaning to his his life. When he's with Itachi, he finds that meaning. He finds that belonging. That he actually is not meaningless. It actually has meaning to it. I don't think it's that he thinks life is meaningless. I mean, no, when you have to like, kill your own yeah, team, yeah. he even said so himself. Like, he doesn't yeah. know how to categorize himself. Is he a friend yeah. or a foe? Because, like, they're ninja ways not to give up information. And you know your team's going to be tortured if you're, like, basically the yeah. captain or you're the strongest. He probably, been very influential. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, and also, like, Atachi himself yeah. killed his the uh Uchiha clan. So yeah, I think yeah. they both have a very strong similarity understanding of each other because of their shared past. Like how they even got to be there is oh, yeah. Also, how, you yeah. Know, uh do it basically the anti the anti hero equivalent of justice. That's basically what they both did. The anti hero of justice. You know, take it matters in your own hands to protect what you stand for. Or you know stuff like that, and also yeah, but he also he's very yeah 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 he is like you're you're making a strong speech, but they're still terrorists. We gotta remind oh, yeah. people of that. Yeah, I know everybody likes the jackets, but uh yeah, but okay. Give in, give in mind that Tachi was literally told by the village to do it, and he's just following orders. But Kisame fought doing his did his own. He was. Under the assumption of orders, but he wasn't directly told. So there is a difference. Um, but let's difference. go to yeah. What? Oh. You want to talk about his abilities? Yeah, uh, he's quite sadistic and demonstrates no hesitation manipulating his opponents. That's another aspect of. But, you know, that's also shock tendencies. Sharks are very aggressive, don't really care who you are. Yeah. 
for him, it's like if you're strong enough or if you're just in the way, yep. he's totally fine with killing you, which is where oh, yeah. you have that like that very clear def- like difference between um, anyone else who may have gone rogue or just gone on the run and then being in the Atasuki. Like they, they're very fine. <laughs> they're completely okay with taking out a, like a village or a squad of uh, ninjas tracking them. Constantly oh, yeah. running from the Anbu, but they, they, they do not shy from most fights. I would say. Yeah. And I mean, like, there are some really good fights with Kiss Me that you see. Of course, you see him um, go up against like Naruto and Sasuke. Um, I think at like this Kakashi at one point, but then they yeah. go against Guy Sensei. Like Kiss Me yeah. versus Guy Sensei is such a insane. Guy Sensei doesn't remember him at all. Dude, it's an insane, ridiculous fight. And you're like, how do you not remember? Because it's like... This um, is third time not remembering him. It's funny. It's... it's, 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 it's I get the insult. I get it. Especially because uh, you do get to see one of Kiss like biggest moves. Um, yeah. Or the prison. Super Shark Bomb. Oh, yeah. And the Water oh, Prison. Gosh. But Naruto is definitely one of those shows where when you're like, is that a feat? That is definitely a feat. That is oh, put yeah. it on the board. This is a Hall of Famer, and you get to see that with Kiss Me. You get to see why he is considered a no tails beast because the amount of power and chakra that he's able to expand out to fight is just it's terrifying. And he's very he's very sharp and he's very precise. He's very he can predict his yeah he can predict your moves. Mm-mm. Oh yeah! Don't forget his sword can also, if they get physical contact with you, can basically suck away your chakra as well. The yep. reason why he wields is he has so much access that the sword drains him. The basically the way in which it drains him doesn't really affect him. No, it's another he's reason a, why the sword, when the fight with Killer B favors Killer B over him, hit Killer B has more chakra than the eight tails. I love Killer B. Oh my gosh. And then you can see he has the sword that Kisame had. It's like, oh, and then you see it Tachi is like, oh, you have Kisame's sword. So Tachi actually had the acknowledgement of what happened. It's, it's, it's really weird when that happens. I'm not going to say anymore because it gets into more plot lines later in the storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, why? Tashi sees it. Um, but anyway, back to Kisame. I don't know. I feel like he has all the sharks that he can summon. Like, not only has the shark bomb, but also the water prison, like, immobilizes you to move. Uh, he also can summon a bunch of sharks at will. Like, Which is kind of what I want to see. What, you want to like, see him a- in real life summoning she sharks in the Giant ball. Of water. No, in in the Naruto universe, if somebody has like a very specific characteristic yeah. about them, like Shino, who is literally uh, like this quiet guy who's all about bugs. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I I want to see him summon a crap ton of bugs. <laughs> and um, oh my god, I can't think of Skara's brother's name. Was it like Kenkuro? He's like the yeah. puppet dude. I want to yeah. see some puppets. So if you look like a shark. And your ability is shark <laughs> stuff. Yeah, Sharknado boy. Get out there. Show me what you Sharknado. got. Sharknado. Like, oh, my gosh. 
We're going bigger. Oh. We're going home. Sharknado. Oh, uh, Sharknado. Oh gosh, Sharknado is such a American classic. Budget, I understand. Such a low budget cringe movie that you literally watch on sci-fi, and just the the entire reason why it's famous is people will do a watchathon and have a live reaction of the craziness of the movie. That's the only reason why it did so well. Oh, it's great. It's a, it's an American classic. Sit down with your family, enjoy it. You sit down and you just. It's so ridiculous. You want to watch it. That's the only appeal. I don't. I don't know any other appeal other than that. Why people watch it? Oh boy. American what? cinema, man. <laughs> yeah, that's well. So if you know that on Jaws, so American classic. No, we're past the generation of Jaws. We now live with Sharknado. Oh, you're past the generation of Jaws. Yeah, no longer can we we can be satisfied with one shark or maybe two. <laughs> now we need a thousand. It's like, yeah. Oh, you can have yeah, that I... movie with the twin. Oh, the movie with the twin-headed shark. That was good too. Oh man, sci-fi has a lot of good, a <laughs> lot of good trash movies. Yeah. Oh, they have so many good ones. Good C tier and maybe B tier. Oh gosh. Oh, at the bottom of the alphabet, we're at Q and P. Some of that. Oh, okay. Yeah, something technique. A uh, thousand, a thousand feeding sharks. That the water release. A thousand feeding shark is really what it's called. That so you can actually crazy. see why he's on the Atasuki, like. All yeah. of his abilities would tear apart a noble, a, a normal shinobi. Like, oh yeah, it, even no matter what your skill level is, you everybody can consider him somebody to be like, oh, okay, he has a little bit more. He's not oh, just yeah. throwing kunai's and like, you know. Oh no, he's yeah. summoning sharks and having a giant wave of sharks coming at you. Did they actually use in the show thousand sharks as a diversion? For the scroll that he was collecting information for. So that is also a key point there. He can find a scroll on one shark and a thousand sharks, you know? Then it might find the right shark. It's like literally a thousand ways to play whack a mole. Here I am, here I disappear. You know? The man knows how to play it up for an audience. <laughs> if anything. I love how you just volunteered. I love how you just volunteered to fight. How he, how he found that, that Mike guy would be on the expedition when they were trying to uh, distract enough time to extract the tail one tail beast from Gala. He was just okay. I'll volunteer to fight Mike guy. He remembers the last time they fought, and they just volunteered and distracted everybody on the mission just to. And he also has the best success rate of capturing tail beasts, too. I think he has helped capture three tail beasts more than any uh, other Atoxy member. So keep that in mind. I mean, with his name, his nickname, he might as well. <laughs> yeah, I know. You gotta live up to that reputation. Oh, man. But this, uh, I think, is a good pointing point of water users in anime. 
You know, we discussed a yep. lot, and Bordo is very versatile. It's very versatile, and the way people use it varies from user to user. So I'll keep in mind that Bordo is probably probably the second most powerful element other than Earth. Earth, I think, is a little bit more powerful because Earth can actually disrupt the water and basically geological factor. But other than that, I think water is the second strongest. And then wind is probably third strongest, and then fire is fourth strongest. You think that's a good comparison? Uh, yeah, I could give it that. I mean, I may... I don't know. Yeah. I think I might put fire over air just for the simple fact yeah. that if a fire user and an air in an air user is like competing or battling, the fire can grow because air is being used, or they could try and suck the air out. But depending, yeah. but a, a lot of fire users we've seen them go up against someone with air abilities, and a lot of the times they do win, they do take them out. So, but uh, everybody on this list has like great feats, and you can watch all of them do their thing. I think most of them you can just watch on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Moon, Tanjiro, Kotaido, from Demon Slayer, to Sumi, from Sakura, and then Kisame from Naruto. So, you know what? This concludes the episode of Water Elements and Water Users in Anime. I have nothing else to say. Do you have anything else to say, Leah? I have nothing else to say. We've done well, it. Look, hopefully we see you guys again. And who knows? We might do something interesting in the next episode. So you just have to stay tuned and see. Stay tuned, guys. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.